Harry Potter is enrolled in a photography class to learn how to take better dick pics, and his professor is Draco Malfoy? Jamie Lannister and Brienne of Tarth are directing a Titanic exhibit, and Jon Snow is the security guard? Tony Stark is producing a dating show on a tropical island, and all the Avengers are the contestants? There is no way stories like this exist. And there is no way three best friends would read them and put their reactions out for the world to hear. I mean, no one would do that, right? Guys? I'm Allie Lefevre. I'm Lindsay Rush. I'm Danny Chapman. And, and this is Fangasm. The following podcast is rated H for horny. It contains adult themes, sexually explicit content, strong language, and characters we don't own. Happy birthday, Suze. I hope the only thing that you're cutting is cake. Thank you for all that you do to make us sound so good. And I hope you just have the best birthday. Thank you. You're the best. Welcome back to Fangasm. I'm Allie. I'm Danny. I'm Lindsay. And this is season 24. If you can believe it, episode two is what we're cooking up in the kitchen. It's like Return of Jafar. It was the second Aladdin. Oh. There's a real banger song in that straight to home video release. (laughs) I don't remember. What was the premise of the sequel? I don't know, but I, if I remember correctly, I think they couldn't get some of the original cast members to return. So I think the voices are off. Mm, it checks out. Like not everyone's the same. I don't know if Robin Williams voices Genie. I think it's not him. Everything's a little offbeat, but there's a song called Don't Forget About Love that I used to really like when I was a kid. <laughs> the deep cuts. So this is like... The worst version of last week is what I'm trying to say. (laughs) That's a great plug. Did Jodie Benson, was she the voice for um, Jasmine as well? Mm, Who was Jasmine? I know she's Ariel, famously. Yeah, I don't remember who Jasmine is. I think she's Belle as well, isn't she? Anyway, she's so good. Jodie Benson got hired to sing at someone's wedding, I think, within the last couple of years. I remember seeing that on social media somewhere. This is telling me Jasmine is voiced voiced by Linda Larkin, but the singing voice is by Leah Salonga. Mm. Okay. Go off, Leah. Get those facts correct. If you're heading to Disney Trivia tonight, you're welcome for those three answers. <laughs> if you're going to guess Jody Benson, thank God you turned into this episode. Not on our watch. She did Mulan, too. Leah. That's got to be the best. Get those royalties. Mm-hmm. Don't get recognized. Just walk around and print that money. <laughs> Should we try to like submit some of our parody songs so that we could be Disney voices? So we could be sent straight to jail? Yeah, I think yeah. we should. <laughs> Done. Well, if you're back, we promise you this will be no return of Jafar because I actually don't think Jafar is in this episode. Um, we're going to get so many more amazing Disney villains as we... Head off on our trip. Before we do the blowdown, we got some updates, though, to share. Yes. Speaking of trips, Lindsay, you just got back from a trip. I did. We took our, um, I guess it was a mix of a birthday trip and a baby moon. We went to Mexico. We went to Cancun. And we stayed at an adults-only, all-inclusive resort. And it was wonderful. Except for the fact that I couldn't drink. But Caleb took care of that (laughs) with all the- Doubled up. (laughs) Margaritas and pina coladas. He did have- a sort of like dance stomp moment 
reminiscent. Oh, the stomp. The dance move that Caleb sort of, it originated at Danny and Marco's wedding. The stomp plus the football spike. Oh, yes. Which is, I don't know if he brought that part back too. Well, it was hard to see because he was in the pool. Oh, But I could tell the spirit of the stomp was there. Yeah. And he was like dancing and then he's like, it has been too long since I've stomped. I was like, that is... (laughs) That is true. But now you're taking care of it. I have footage of him. It was like four o'clock. So lots of people had like gone in to shower and I think for dinner. And so Caleb's in the pool. The DJ's playing music and he's like shimmy, this a solo dance stomp underwater, under the sea, really, to bring it back to this. It's almost the one year anniversary of the stomp. It's a little past it, a little delayed, but. <laughs> That's true. He probably felt it. He felt it. He's like, I feel like I'm due to celebrate. <laughs> International dance move, the stomp. The pilgrimage, yes. Also, you guys, <laughs> I can't make this joke work, and so I'm going to try it on the pod, but we were, at one point, the like DJ was having everyone play bingo, pass out bingo cards, and Allie, I kept thinking about how competitive you'd be at all these different games. <laughs> there was one that was like, guess the song, all these different ones, yeah. and I was like, Allie would be dominating now. I would have cleaned up. But <laughs> he's doing it in English and in Spanish, and B, he calls out B11, and it was B11, and I was like, What's a pop star? How does a pop star get bingo? Like, I couldn't make it work. How does, how does the queen of pop? She's not even the queen of pop. Anyway, but I kept laughing at Beyonce, and I was like, this is how I know I'm too sober on vacation. Beyonce. Beyonce. What pop star won bingo? Or like what? Hold on. You know what I mean? Like could've, They could have just been like, all the single ladies, Beyonce. <laughs> I just wanted him to make a Beyonce joke. So that's uh, my. <laughs> if you like it, then you should put a mark on it. Beyonce. <laughs> All my single digits. No. Yeah. That's great. Yes, it was great. Well, so much fun. Welcome back. Glad you got that little escape. Thank you. I think we should maybe steal the description of your resort for our podcast. Adults only, all inclusive. (laughs) (laughs) Better with alcohol. (laughs) Definitely. Definitely. All you can eat? Yeah, there's a lot. Yeah, a lot of eating. That's good, Danny. (laughs) Uh, And so the segue back to the story is that they're all trying to go somewhere tropical together, right? I know we're not ready for the blowdown. I'm just in a segue mood. Be bopping around. Let me see if I can segue to Allie's update. We were talking about a singer- and we were talking about singing. And then this update has to do with the voice, which is also Ariel Little Mermaid. Okay. All right. Yeah, okay. okay. <laughs> A long road to get there, but we got there. <laughs> was it worth it? No. <laughs> it was not. Was it scenic? <laughs> Absolutely no. Not, no. Arduous? Sure. Yes. <laughs> Uphill both ways? <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> So uh, stay tuned to the end of the episode because we have a listener voicemail. The caller didn't actually leave their name, but it was very sweet and tender, and they were reflecting back onto season three, which still has to be one of our favorite seasons. So um, stay tuned to the end, and you will hear our listener gush about us, (laughs) which is always good. Good way to close things out. Our favorite updates. Critical. Other updates. So um, I think we talked about this last episode. We are looking for season 26, the season after this season, <laughs> our double 13 season. Yes. Everyone's favorite year after they can start renting a car. It's very memorable. It You're is. Like, Oof, been driving for a year. About a whole year with Enterprise. <laughs> One year Enterprise anniversary. Just you wait. <laughs> so we- memorable it hurts. H E R T Z. 
We're we're renting a Barbie Dream convertible to Barbie Land for season twenty six, hey. which we'll legally be able to do. Um, so send us in what you've got. I was recently hanging out with my father in law, who you might know from um, Patreon. Writes some incredible stories. Apparently, he's got one in the works. So be faster than Bush on writing the next story, and yours could be featured. Beat him around the bush. <laughs> Beat around the bush and um, send us in. And obviously, if you find anything, let us know. But we just, we want to go to Dreamland season 25 plus one. Yeah. So the parameters are, you know, anywhere from seven to 10,000 ish Mm -hmm. words. And I mean, erotic, spicy, comedic, and about Barbie. So really, it can be anything. We love a crossover. Consensual. Yes, consensual. 18 plus. After that, the convertible wheels fall off. Just, you know, <laughs> I think the more ridiculous the premise, the better. I think it's always fun when more characters show up. And, and please, you know what? Honestly, please beat Bush <laughs> to the punch. Yeah. Uh, oh, so if small Patreon plug, if you are not a current subscriber, if, as we call dongs, you have not heard Bush's. We've read two of his stories, right? Yeah. yeah. And one of them involves uh, genitalia that can whistle. <laughs> So if that's not a teaser enough for you. And the best part about Bush is that he famously has a very loose grasp on fandoms, but still writes with all the authority in the world. Those are my favorite type of creative people. Some would say no grasp. (laughs) Yeah. He told me when we were hanging out that he applied for Naked and Afraid Chicago, which is when he just runs around the city. (laughs) Get it. So anyway, stay on the lookout for that filming too. I mean, and here's the thing. If his story does not make it on the main podcast, it will absolutely with 100% certainty be on Patreon. So you should join now before the server gets shut down or the site doesn't Infects all of Patreon. Yeah, it's just a virus. Just his next crazy story. <laughs> Patreon's like, it's been a good run. We can no longer be a business. Greta Gerwig decides not to release Barbie because the <laughs> the brand name has been so <laughs> just tarnished. Soiled. Totally. <laughs> oh, I think that's it for our updates. I think it's blowdown time. Yep. Here's the gist. A bunch of Disney villains all went to college together and promised that they would take a trip 10 years later, 10 years after graduation, loosely. Yes. And we met a handful of them and their crazy pairings, their spouses who are also villains. And now we're just seeing if this trip happens and meeting, I think we're going to meet the rest of the characters. We've met Ursula and Jafar are together. Oh, Ursula and Scar. No, sorry. Ursula and Scar. Yeah. And Jafar and Jasmine. And then Clopin. (laughs) Clopin. (laughs) He's the group organizer. He's the alley. He's the friend in the group that's making all this happen. Yeah, he's the he's the me. Or the Danny. Danny plays that role a lot too. This wasn't in the story, but it's canon now to us. Obviously, they all went to Villanova. Oh, Villanova. Yes, yes that's what we've definitely decided. Yeah. We need to eventually determine what their majors were, if they were in fraternities and sororities, all that kind of stuff. I'm excited. What do you think? We only know the four so far. Jafar? I don't know. Frat or not? Jafar was not in a fraternity. Not in a frat. He doesn't seem like a joiner. No. I feel like Scar was, but in like a smaller one. Like he was like- Just hyenas. It's just him and all the hyenas. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, good to see you, brother. 
of Kappa Kappa. <laughs> oh, right. He <laughs> kills all his brothers. He hates brotherhood, though, so maybe yeah. not. Maybe not. He, he probably wasn't in a fraternity. He was kicked out of a fraternity. <gasps> yes, like he was in charge of hazing, and he just took it too far, and so he got took it too scar, and so he got kicked out. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, Danny, you're reading. Okay, well, we solved that one. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's keep going. We'll find <laughs> And what were their GPAs? Part of the blowdown that we haven't mentioned that I think is so crazy and amazing about this story is that all of the good guys are dead so far. <laughs> like, Aladdin is dead. Ariel and Eric are trapped. Their souls are in little jars on Scar uh-huh. and Ursula's mantle. <laughs> and then Mufasa's dead. Yeah, he was a senator. And Scar sent uh, Simba out into the wilderness. So Simba's lost. Can I admit something to you guys? I didn't realize that they were all in human form until I was on my second listen through of this podcast editing it. I was picturing Scar as a lion. So then why did you think I was sending you those pictures of them being human? I didn't even even register that these were all human versions. Because when I listened back and then I realized they said that Mufasa was a senator, I was like, oh, he definitely wasn't a lion senator. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So I got my face. Well, welcome. <laughs> and then right before we start, a shout out to the author, Caste in My Ass. Yeah. Is that how we say it? So thanks for the story. It's I love the premise, and we're so excited to see. How hot does it get in Tahiti? <laughs> oh, right. And Allie, these are people. They are people. Not yes. an octopus. And a lion. <laughs> and a lion. <laughs> I thought they had a water bed for Ursula so she can stay hydrated. Well, puss and puss, sort of. <laughs> Cat, they're a feeling. My first order of business is getting me out of this cage. My second <laughs> is a big, what's those, one of those deers? An antelope carcass. Oh, an antelope. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Vote for me. Vote for me. <laughs> let's do it. Okay, let's do it. Facilier groaned loudly as he heard a soft knock at the door of his bedroom. Okay, Facilier, for those who don't know, is Dr. Facilier, the um, voodoo doctor from A Princess and the Frog. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes, yes. Bad guy. When he heard the sounds of the floorboards creaking closer to him and saw the light of the curtains being thrown open from behind his eyelids, his shadow screeched, grabbing his hat and sticking it over Facilier's face. A finger began to lift his hat slowly, and he clenched his jaw, sitting up in a burst of anger. You wake me up, I swear to God, I'm gonna be... He snapped, ready to kill whoever was in front of his face. But a piece of cinnamon toast was stuffed in his mouth. Good morning, Dr. Bedhead, a high, musically British voice told him with a little laugh. Facilier looked up and saw Lawrence standing there, handsome brown hair combed up into a quaff and perfect lips grinning down at him. He was holding a tray of breakfast. Who's Lawrence? I'm not really familiar with. I know that they call Facilier Shadow Man. That's the other name of the villain, but I don't know who Lawrence is. I don't know that cast that well. Lawrence is the um, doughy, he's the sidekick to the prince, but he ends up not being good. Got it. Okay. Okay, okay. Spoiler alert. And he's British. He's got those like really hot muffin, those muff, what do you call those? Mutton Mutton chops. chops. (laughs) Muffins. He's got muffins attached to his face. Muff chops? (laughs) He's got muff chops. (laughs) It's a sex move. (laughs) He should go to the magical muff. The magical mutt. (laughs) Yeah. Well, well, Facilier bit off a piece of the sugary bread and grinned up at his boyfriend chewing. (gasps) 
How did I ever let you out of this bed in the first place? Oh, I tiptoed out early this morning to... Can I do it in a British accent? <laughs> Is that what that was? <laughs> oh, oh, I tiptoed out early this morning to fix you up a little something something. Lauren's laugh, do it, blushing. Do it like a British orphan. <laughs> Can I have some more? <laughs> some more cinnamon toast. It's going. It's too deep. I'm committed to the character, so we're finishing up strong. <laughs> Lawrence laughed, blushing. Facilier sighed in bliss, gazing up at his significant other. They had disposed of old Big Daddy LaBeouf and inherited his juicy fortune, gotten his little Princess Charlotte thrown in jail for the crime of his death, and turned Tiana and Naveen into real frogs with the help of Facilier's friends. So the prince's old assistant got to keep the gorgeous body of his former employer. Okay, so in the movie, which you will obviously remember, at one point, Facilier turns Lawrence into Naveen. Okay. To trick Charlotte into marrying him. Oh. Okay, here's what happens in The Princess and the Frog. First, <laughs> I've recently seen it 17 times with my niece and nephew. So I Sounds am. Like it. I do have the upper frog leg here. <laughs> I like Big Daddy LaBeouf. I know. I like that too. Just, just straight up. BDLB. <laughs> I want to steal that and call Matt that. Big Daddy LaBeouf. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> La fief. La So instead of being that short, mutted man, he's now this tall, handsome Prince Naveen. Like, physicality. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. I guess if you are a facilier and you have the ability to change anybody into anybody, yes, Naveen would be hotter than Lawrence. <laughs> I see, I see. Just some. <laughs> it depends what your type is. Ever since then, their lives should have been nothing but rest and relaxation. <laughs> but Facilier still had a thousand souls to deliver and he was hard at work performing as a magician by day, charming all the drunk townspeople into his parlor and making deals with them by night. They always made time for lots of sex, though. Lawrence never got any in his old body, so Facilier made sure they were making up for that now. Have I told y'all I loved you recently? Facilier smiled, (laughs) taking another bite of the toast and moaning. Danny, he has the same voice as Lucius in our one cookie. (laughs) Have I told you lately? Yeah, there you go. There you go. Have I told y'all I love you recently? Facilier smiled, taking another bite of the toast and moaning. Lawrence really was a good cook. Oh, not as recently as I have. Lawrence smiled, (laughs) becking his boyfriend on his cheek. They shared a deep kiss. Then the doctor rolled his eyes as he turned down to the food. All right, it's getting a little sappy for my taste. Oh, did I put too much (laughs) syrup on the waffles, dearest? Lawrence fretted and Facilier glared. Okay, so he's in the body of Big Daddy LaBeouf. I think it's Naveen LaBeouf. Oh, he's in the he's in the body of Naveen. But who's Lawrence? Lawrence was Mutton Chops, and Mutton Chops is now in the body of Naveen. But who's LaBeouf? Oh, I'm so sorry. Let me back that up. What do they say about Big Daddy LaBeouf? His name is Eli LaBeouf. They disposed of Big Daddy LaBeouf. So Big Daddy LaBeouf is dead. And he was the princess's best friend's dad. He has all the money. Got it. Okay. And that's whose body he's in. No. He's in Prince Naveen's body. He's in Naveen's body. So did Naveen have this accent? (laughs) What parts did he take from Naveen and and carry over? I think he took Naveen's hot bod and sizable dong. Okay. Good. And retained his British uh, swag whimper. (laughs) <laughs> yes. The allure. His true allure. Okay. That is, yeah. His British sensibilities. Got it. Big Daddy's body and spirit are all gone. Okay. Bye-bye, Big Daddy. 
but his fortune remains. Yeah. Oh, did I put too much syrup on the waffles, dearest? Lawrence fretted and Facilia glared. No, I'm not, he sighed. I'm not talking about the... He trailed off, staring down at Lawrence's tan skin. The way his muscles bulged. How muscular he really was in comparison with his own lithe body. I'm a little thirsty, he licked his lips. Oh, I'll get you some juice. He began to get up again, but Facilier's shadow kicked him back into the room at the doorway. Anna, Facilier smirked, his shadow pushing Lawrence back towards the bed. I want a taste of y'all first. Ooh, so the shadow Ooh. operates as like a third party. The threesome. How? <sighs> shadow sex. That's a first. Do you think that's what, is that what like Peter Pan and his shadow grow up into? Yeah. <laughs> From shadow pan to shadow man. Right. He's like, <laughs> I'm just a boy. And then he's like, I'm a man and my shadow also wants to have sex with you. <laughs> I like uh, that. That's canon now. Totally. <laughs> After their morning, it is spent, uh, tasting one another, Facilier finally turned on his phone as Lawrence went out for a stroll in the streets of New Orleans. Opening his messages, Facilier cursed the little device. He hated the thing. Technology was overrated, and besides, most of his friends were demons, and they didn't use cell phones. (laughs) Relatable. (laughs) Two new texts from Lawrence. I love you, darling. Grinning devil emoji, ghost emoji, sparkly heart emoji. Ooh. Facilier held back another eye roll and went on to the next new message. Unknown number. Fossey, you gonna be the doctor of love this weekend in Tahiti? Share, kissy emoji, knife emoji. (laughs) Facilier scowled. Whoever this strange number was should really get together with his boyfriend. They could have a nice long chat about overusing emojis. Clopin must have really burned all the bridges because no one has this guy saved in his <laughs> in their phone. Like no one's happy to hear from him. <laughs> God. They're like, sorry, I got a new phone. I don't have any of my numbers saved. New villain, who dis? <laughs> he thought about just deleting the text, but his curiosity got the better of him. His long, slender fingers danced over the keys as he typed a reply back. Quick inquiry, who's this? Ooh. He waited, and surprisingly, he got a message back almost immediately. It's me, Clopin, your BFF lover. Heart, heart. <gasps> oh. <laughs> oh, okay. Do you think actual lover? I feel like, sure. I bet Facilier was drawn to the accent. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> I can't help it. <laughs> oh, you me, Shelly. Facilier audibly growled. We made out once in your dorm. I don't know why your dorm was filled with creepy children's puppets. Another reply. <laughs> Says the man who had voodooed out the stable to his walls and candles burning into the daytime. Ouch. Facilier couldn't help but chuckle. He missed his old friend. Got me there. So what's good? It's been a while, said Facilier. He entered Clopin's number into his phone and saved the contact. Good. Everything is good, mon ami, but it will be better if you come on the trip. Oh, yeah. Facilier considered this. Who is all going? Ursula and Scar, Jafar (laughs) and... Uh, I'm working on the others. Grinning devil emoji. The shadow man hummed. Now he just couldn't miss this. Surely his soul stealing could wait a week. Lawrence could keep the friends at bay in the meantime. Speaking of... Darling, I'm back! Lawrence (laughs) sings song. (laughs) And so did I. (laughs) What would happen if we just sang in a different key? (laughs) What is a key? (laughs) Darling! I'm back. 
I bought her some nice chocolate croissants for lunch and... His eyes widened. <laughs> oh, oh dear, where are you going? Tahiti. Facilier planted a kiss on Lawrence's lips, tossing something into a suitcase and picking up another one. You can hold down the town while I'm gone, can't you, sugar? He didn't wait for an answer, and Lawrence watched his boyfriend dash out of the door. Oh, oh yes, of course, ah, huh. He shuddered a little <laughs> as the sprint masks on the walls grinned devilishly at him and took off running to the other room. Wait a second, how come he can't come? Because didn't, isn't Scar not, like, in between Scar and Ursula, only one of them went to school with everyone. Like, no. which one got the call? No, I think they both did. They were college sweethearts? Yeah, I think that they're only allowing the inner circle. Oh, because it's because Jafar is not bringing Jasmine. No, which I didn't yes. realize okay. that at first. This is not a couple's trip. This is only like the original villain crew Got it. getting back together. It just happens to be that Ursula and Scar are. Got it. Are like the Kelly and Zach sort of. <laughs> they are. I actually appreciate this because I find sometimes that it's really fun to just get together with your friends and you don't always have to drag your spouse along. And sometimes people want to drag their spouse everywhere, even if it's just like a girl's, you know, we're like, oh, just all the girls are going out. And it's like, can my boyfriend come? It's like, no, don't right. bring your fucking boyfriend. Like, yes, he can stay home. I like that they're all just like, we're going. Yeah. It's going to be the old crew. It seems like they have a lot of faith in the relationship. So, you know, it seems like a lot of trust has been built up and I commend it. I don't know. Lawrence seems a little nervous. <laughs> I think Lawrence would have wanted to come. I think Lawrence started packing his bag and then he was like, just kidding. He, he's got a whole town to hold down. Of course he's stressed. It's true. It's <laughs> also, it seemed like they were like tasty lovers, but I think maybe Lawrence left a bad taste in his mouth with all those emojis. And he's like, I need a break from these emojis. I'm going yeah. to Tahiti. He needs space. More taste of a hurricane and not the taste of a beignet on his sweet, sweet Ooh. lips. Ooh, yes. He needs salt on that rim. On that rim, John. <laughs> oh. Ooh. <laughs> Want to do-do does? Beep-a-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-
crazy. Never mind. Can you make no. that sound? I like it. You had to be there. <laughs> you had to be there, but there was no way to get there. <laughs> now, tell us about your dream last night. There's one way to get there, and it is the road to hell. It is a trip not worth taking. No. <laughs> Speaking of trips now we're taking, it's the second trip we've taken on this podcast. Exactly. (laughs) I I thought I told you to figure this out. A heated pause. Off with their heads. No, I mean the tulips, imbecile. Although I would rather like to behead those awful disorganized caterers. How's the meeting going, love? Cruella asked, sauntering out to the living room. Cora whipped around, ready to punch something, then saw Cruella was dressed in a black and white lingerie set. Of course. Mm. Oh, it's, uh, the larger lady blinked, jaw dropping. It's going. You sounded awfully angry, Cruella muttered, trailing a hand around Cora. Cora continued to stare dumbly. Yeah, I was, um, she shook her head and crossed her arms as she came back to her senses. I have to deal with these idiots, so the wedding will go smoothly on Tuesday. She ran an event planning business around here in (laughs) Chicago. She was known as the Queen of Hearts. She planned many a picture-perfect wedding. Lindsay, remember that cafe we used to work at? Oh, yeah. Was it called Two of Hearts or Queen of Hearts? And we thought we saw Jonathan Taylor Thomas working there. (laughs) (laughs) And I snuck a picture because I swore to him. He was so certain. Not him. Not that we know of. (laughs) JTT, he was not. No, but Danny, I have to find this photo. It looked so much like him. Even the photo looks like him. It it was shocking. I was like, he has been pretty low-key since his home improvement Simba days. Oh, wow. Circle back to liking. Two-hearted queen is what it's called in Chicago. Okay. We'll post it on the the Instagram and you can let us know, is it or is it not JTT? (laughs) Cruella herself didn't have to work at all. She was a housewife who lived off all the money she made from selling the fur coats she made from those 101 puppies. Oh, my Lord. Oh, monster. The tall, thin woman lit a cigarette and gave Cora sultry eyes. Cora gulped and hung up on the meeting. Wife to the couch. They were about to kiss when Cora's phone went off again. She looked down, heat rising in her face as she prepared to scream in this caterer's ear again. But she raised her eyebrows when she saw who it was from. Cruella took another drag of her cigarette, waiting patiently for Cora's news. Well, she scowled. Clopin. Salut, salut, ma fille, ma fille. How do you say that, French ladies? Salut, salut, ma fille. Salut, salut, ma fille. Cora's eyes widened. Ooh. Oh, no. Clopin. Tahiti this weekend? No? Where are my sisters? <laughs> oh, no, Cruella echoed, reading the message over Cora's shoulder in horror. Clopin. <laughs> Chilling like villains, am I right? Martini emoji, school emoji. <laughs> Can we kill him? Corella gritted out. He'll only bother us from the dead. Heart sighed, crossing her arms. I guess it's more fun to party with the living than the dead. Speak for yourself, Facilier grinned, appearing in a cloud of purple mist and inspecting his nails. Cora screamed so loudly the neighbors probably wondered. <laughs> Corella just got up, growling at their old friend, prodding him in the chest. Facilier, what are you doing here in our house, may I ask? She puffed smoke in his face, and where others could have coughed and waved it away, he just grinned and bit his lip. What are those, Newports? Hubby made me quit. (laughs) Hang on tight, everyone. (laughs) Newports. Virginia Slims. Marco calls those bitch sticks. Doesn't she smoke with one of those cigarette holders? I think so. Isn't it red? An extension. I think so. Yeah. Corella just rolled her eyes and slunk back to the couch as Facilier leaned forward on his cane. You all hear the news? About Tahiti? 
Cora breathed, regaining her calm, if she had any in the first place. Yep. It's gonna be a blast, Nepa. Facilier chuckled darkly. We're gonna terrorize those poor souls. <laughs> Ooh, Corella muttered, draping over the arm of the sofa. The tourists are our friends. I've got a better question. Why y'all wearing lingerie in the middle of the day? Facilier frowned, wrinkling his nose. Did I miss the big old sign at the front of that red peep show? This is a private peep show, Cora crossed her arms, once that you've dropped in on. Ooh. Uninvited, Cruella added, sneering at him. Facilier held up his hands, his shadow hiding behind him at the nasty look the woman was giving him. He was always scared of Cruella in college, not so much Cora, as she had an incredibly sweet side when she wasn't calling for someone to be decapitated. <laughs> but Cruella was always so scathingly evil. Of course, so was he. Fine. Not like I want to see you without clothes off, Cruella, he added, and her sneer worsened. He chuckled weakly and blew her a kiss. See y'all soon, the doctor winked and disappeared in another burst of purple. The two women stared at each other once they were alone again and shrugged. If everyone else was going, why not? This is great. I just love the flexibility and financial freedom that all these people have to just drop everything and go to Tahiti this weekend. Allie, they went to a really good school. <laughs> they went to <laughs> Villanova. Prepares you for life in the real world. Yeah. Well, also for like Facilier, he doesn't have to buy tickets, you know. Yeah, he just poofs there. It pays good to be bad. Yeah, because I guess hypothetically they're just, you know, 31, 32 years old. So they're mm -hmm. they're far ahead in some of their careers. What's a good deed do? What else happens in a... Uh, kiss the girl? Yeah, or poor unfortunate souls. We'll do poor unfortunate souls next. Wow, 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 wow. Yeah, there. <laughs> the burly man in front of the mirror flexed, flashing his shiny white teeth and checking his biceps. Oh, yeah. Yes. Gaston. No, that's not how she does it. Gaston, a girl in the pink bra muttered, popping her head out from the blankets. Come back to bed. Yeah, a girl in a green bra added, sticking her head out and pouting. <gasps> it's the triplets. He's with the triplets from town. Right? I think it has yeah. to be from the opening scene. Right? Yeah. Yes. Please, a third girl in bed in a yellow bra moaned, surfacing. Gaston looked back and LeFou rolled out of bed. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Come on, Gaston. <laughs> Left on. <laughs> Five dozen eggs. <laughs> this orgy isn't going to orge itself. Yeah, Gaston. It's just getting good. <laughs> Gaston, flex for me one more time. Hey, Gaston, they keep asking for you. Gaston, take your pants off. <laughs> yeah, hey, Gaston, all these girls want to see your penis and show me first and I'll describe it to them, Gaston. <laughs> no one shows their penis like Gaston. Gaston, put this leather strap around your dick and squeeze it off. Okay. Was that there the whole time? Let's see. The sexiest character we never knew. Oh <laughs> this whole time it was just the foo. Uh, uh, uh. Hey, Gaston. <laughs> Gaston just smirked, admiring his reflection. I'll be back in a minute. I know you can't bear not being able to touch my gorgeous body. The girl swooned and LeFou licked his lips. But I have to make sure I look good. You always look good. 
Dang. Besides Pansy, you were born to do the food. I, I found my sweet spot. LeFou <laughs> is like, I'm like screaming, LeFou. Uh, I know Gaston gave a dashing grin and fixed a stray strand of hair. Oh, this was too good not to take a picture. He picked up his phone, going into camera mode and turning it for a selfie. After taking about 13 and posting them to Instagram, his phone began to blow up with notifications. <laughs> OMG, hoot. Notice me, Gaston. I'm your hot. biggest fan. Hot. Dude, it's hot. It's <laughs> not hoot. Headway. OMG, hoot. <laughs> okay, there's only, there's a bunch of O's and one T. I read it as hoot, but OMG, hot. Wait, weren't we doing one time we did like a text message thread where every new text message had a stinkus? It did. It did. Can we do that here? I don't know. You were also doing, it was when you were going, eyes, 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 eyes. <laughs> I think that was a Marvel season, if I remember. Can you do a little beep for each Instagram notification? <laughs> oh, yeah. OMG, hot. Boop, boop. Notice me, Gaston. I'm your biggest fan. Wow. <laughs> Biceps for days. Looking for a girl to get rough with? I'll be your girl, winky face. Nothing happened. Oh, you, the whistle was too high pitched. You didn't hear it? We didn't hear it. Oh, yeah, didn't hear it. Whoa. Could you hear that now? No. <gasps> it's like a dog whistle. Cruella can hear it. <laughs> I wonder if it'll show up on our recording. Huh. Hashtag goals, bro. Beep. Loved your pool shoot. So sexy, heart, heart. Oh, now we have usernames? Who's that? Wah, 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 wah. <laughs> At Gaston's wife, two, three, four. Look, holy fuck. Ding. At spank me, Gaston. Shit, I want to lick him though, daddy. AF. Oh, face. <laughs> he has fans that have handles named after him. Wow. I think they're all like kind of tagging each other in his post. Yeah, wow. Spank me, Gaston. It's just LeFou and he's got a bunch of burner accounts. <laughs> it's either Spank Me Gaston or it's Spank Meg Aston. But I think it's Spank Me Gaston. It's anyone's game, really. <laughs> I think Meg Aston created that account. If your name is Meg Aston, this one goes out to you. <laughs> Gaston smirked as he read some of them. He had three million followers on Instagram. Such was Whoa. the life of a model Hollywood body double. It was the best decision of his life to move from that little town to here in L.A., of course, he was famous back in France, too, but he never could have reached worldwide fame like this otherwise. That small provincial town. Los Angeles. <laughs> oh, he's a model slash body double. That's fantastic. Yeah. Anyway, after he had brutally killed that mistake of nature and Belle had rejected him again, <laughs> he had sent her and her insane father to the asylum, claiming they had attacked him. This got him lots of sympathy and a great backstory to tell the press now. Gaston, the second girl, Paulette groaned. I'm, Gaston was about to assure, then a certain notification caught his eye. He opened it and found a message from his very old friend, from Clopin. Gaston, mon meilleur ami, I know you can turn this down. Tahiti this weekend, shall. <laughs> Gaston rubbed his chin in awe. God, it must have been about 15 years since he had heard from Clopin. His fellow Frenchman and actor had been his closest friend in college. They had done plays together. Colpon was the real theatrical talent, Gaston was reluctant to admit. Gaston himself was just a pretty face everyone came to see. It had been a shame when they lost touch. 
Now, Tahiti. Hot days on the beach showing off his beautiful body with all the beautiful men and women there to worship his godlike appearance? Hell yeah. <laughs> Everyone out, he turned around smiling. I've got a trip to plan. Want some help? <laughs> LeFou offered. <laughs> Want some help? LeFou offered. I said out, Gaston growled, and his friend and lover gulped, nodding. The end. Oh, the reason I pictured that the only way to get out of Gaston's house is to swing from a chandelier. Like, you're just like, well, see ya. It's like, go down a little thing. He actually kicks you out. He kicks you. <laughs> you right. get to feel the grace of his foot. Of his boot. Yeah. Ooh. Wow. Okay. When the episode ends, check your underpants. Is your tail a fish or not? <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. What was it? You're trying to board down. Yeah. Are you under the sea or stuck on land without a voice? <laughs> oh. Wow. Danny, you got to go first. Up. So I'll admit, when we were scanning the story, I was scanning pretty fast, and I didn't realize that they would all be in- interrupted by Clopin mid-coitus. <laughs> Mid or immediately post-coitus. Yeah, truly, so, he's got, I, his timing is uh, funny. Yeah, so I love getting our trip through all these fandoms and just getting to see like how they're all shaking it. It's really fun. My trident is also up. If only for all the careers they're telling us that everyone's doing. Like, I think that's so creative so and good. so funny. And- I really like that we're getting a mix of like some villains hooked up together and then some villains married normies Mm. and that all the villains are going on the trip. I just think it's great. I mean, my trident is up for the LeFou impression alone. So I... (laughs) You really think so? (laughs) My trident's up. (laughs) No one reads a story like Gaston. (laughs) Makes it less boring than Gaston. Makes me... Sexy and horny and <laughs> sexy and wet and horny like Gaston. This is good. Um, anyway, so uh, yeah, incredible episode. Three tridents up, guys. Wow, three tridents up. And I guess stay tuned after this. We have the voicemail. And mm-hmm. anything else you guys want to say before we call it? It won't cost much. Just your voicemail. That's all I had to say. Just that. Almost as good as my bingo joke earlier. My Spanish bingo joke. <laughs> Bay once. I'll work on it and see what I can do for next. <laughs> Bay once. And I like looked around thinking we'd all be laughing together. Nope. <laughs> it's alone in your own sick, twisted brain, ma'am. As long as you're having a good time. <laughs> I give that two stops and a football touchdown. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is so fun. Okay, so we'll... So you guys, is this a three-part or a four-part? Four-parter. Four. Four. Okay. We'll see you next week. Bye, guys. Bye. Au revoir. So I'm a longtime listener. I used to listen when I was at work with my headphones in, and I'd be beat red, and nobody would understand why. And I was cleaning today, and I threw on season three just for you know, a little bit of a throwback, and I cannot tell you how much I have laughed in just two episodes. And I wanted to thank you guys for just giving me a reason to smile today. So wanted you to know that I love you so much. 
for an extra dose of bonkers entertainment, join our Patreon where you can access hundreds of hours of unreleased content and bonus episodes featuring your favorite fandoms, plus the ones we'd never dare to read on the pod. Head to patreon.com forward slash fangasm to get in on the action. For a regular hookup, make sure to subscribe to the show everywhere you listen. And if we've left you satisfied, ew, leave a five-star review or higher. For updates, merch, or to submit a story, visit fangasmpodcast.com. And thanks to thousands of other listeners, the fun never sleeps over on our private Facebook group, The Fanny Pack. Click the link in the show notes to join. Once you're in, (laughs) check out the 20-plus listener-led groups that cover everything from pets to pot to pen pals. 